By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 1071. You're listening to BS.show. I am Brad. He is Shelly. And together we make BS. Did you get me off? Oh, my God, Brad. Lose that. One of them goosed me. You are so icky. They just want to get in the roundabout and get off. That's about right. (laughs) Yes, that's about right. (laughs) Take that out. Really, that's that's not okay. You don't like that one? No. <sighs> Should I tell the story about the <laughs> the Mighty Mouse copy violation, copyright huh. violation? You're such a rebel. No, you know what? Who would think that? We'll talk about that later. Anyway, lots of stuff to talk about this morning. This Did is. Did you read that it said who? Yeah, Warner Music Group, which is. Oh, is that who that yeah, was? Yeah, WMG, right? Warner Music Group, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I I have to tell you, they have, you know, I don't know what's happened that all of a sudden over like the last two months since the beginning of the year, there's been this huge uprising of people talking about artificial intelligence. Art, everywhere you turn, it's artificial intelligence. Now, I think part of it has to do with the fact that this chat GPT thing hit the, you know, hit the mainstream. They're going, oh my God. And matter of fact, I'm getting all sorts of emails from uh, marketing companies. They're saying like, hey, don't spend hours working on working on that marketing campaign for your client. Spend ten minutes. Have the AI computer generate the whole thing. I'm going like, okay, we should do. Maybe we could get the AI computer to generate our morning show. We, we just sleep, you know. And hi, good morning, Shelly. This is the this is Brad. How are you this morning, Shelly? You're supposed to answer like an AI computer. Oh, I'm sorry. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but the show would just move right along, wouldn't it? <laughs> no. it? It would. Well, It'd be like the very first show. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And I got I got criticized by your daughter. Your daughter was... That's because you were mean to me. I was not mean to you. You were snarky and mean, and yes, you were. I'm always snarky. I'm not mean. You know, hey, Shelly, come on. Remember, I go back to my Randy Bluestone oh, story. stop it. I go back to my Randy Bluestone story. Blah, blah, blah. The closer you are to someone, the more crap you can give them, you know? <laughs> yeah, but that it comes to a point where when you're snarky about it, you know, words hurt, Brad. Words hurt? Yes. Pencil. Did that hurt? Well, it's funny that you say that because when I was in second grade, yeah. the naughty boys would would actually push, um, stick me with like straight pins, yeah, and pencil tips. Why would they? Why would they have straight pins with them? Well, not straight pins, push pins. Put. Why would they have push pins with them? I don't know because it's second grade. That's right. In the sixties, when I was in the second grade, I remember my first day of school. My teacher got mad at me. Where are your push pins? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know anything uh-huh. about that. 
You'd have to add push pins. So you okay, can, Smarty. So you, can, so you can bother the girls with your push pins. Come oh, on, okay. Smarty McFarty. Stop it. <laughs> Smarty McFarty? Is that what you call me? Hey, words hurt. Words hurt. <laughs> words hurt. Um, I'm telling you, words hurt. Uh, anyway, 619. All sorts of stuff to talk about this morning. Uh, Clearly. Well, you know what? What? Sometimes I... You see these things that government's doing on many levels, and you go like, oh, my God. Okay, first off, like, let's talk about St. Charles City for a minute, okay? Uh-huh. There's this battle between the city of St. Charles and Ameren. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Go on. They're wells. See, now, I don't understand this. It's the same thing in Washington. It's the same thing in, in New Haven. I'd love to have some guy come on here and explain it. If you're next to the river... Why do you pull your water out of a well? Can't you just stick a big old pipe into the river? You know what I mean? Can't you? A big old straw? Well, a big old pipe. You know, just suck that water in out of the river. Why do you have to pull it out of a well? I don't understand that. Now, there's probably some legitimate reason for that. that the, you know, the, the the pipe, if you put it in the river, that it has to be buried well, so deep and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, I, funny, funny. But uh, No, I'm being serious. Well. If you know the story, apparently... There's now there's seven wells that the city of St. Charles pulls its water out of along the the Missouri River um, that they use. I get no, you know what? Come to think of it, that's I think they're pulling their water out of the Mississippi. Maybe I'm trying to think because up along 370, I think that's the Mississippi they're close to along 370 because you know the Missouri doesn't Missouri curves around. Once it goes up to, once it goes through St. Charles, it curves around to the east. Because what, it's sort of weird is the, when the Missouri River, when it's going through right there at I-70 and, and 360, 364 and 370, the Missouri River is going pretty much due north and south. Well, it's, it's, it's flowing to the north. And then it curves up around North County and curves to the east and goes up around, uh, you know, the, the northern section of St. Louis County. Matter of fact, that's the dividing line. If Sioux Passage Park, if you know where that's at, way up in North County, it curves around there. And then it actually goes I south. love Sioux Passage Park. When's the last time you were at Sioux Passage Park? Well, it's actually been since um, probably, it's been this decade. Yeah, they're Because going to... I like to go out there every so often. Because on the way to Sioux Passage Park is... The dream house I had when I was a teen. You know, it's funny you should say that because uh, when you drive, uh, you know, uh, Shackleford Road way back there, up there in the North County area, what is that, Douglas Road and places like that? There uh-huh. are some incredibly beautiful houses back there. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, There's people this talk one about subdivision that's got acreage. Castle Ray. Castle Ray was always very nice houses. It's way up in North County, way up there. You know, and the it's cra- right by the river, right? It's- yeah, I, there's a bunch of places up there. And the crazy thing is, always somebody people say in North County's already always been very poor. It's always been that's not true. Lower class, blue collar, blah 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 nope, blah. Not true. I'm going like, okay, whatever. You know, I mean, like, I can I can find you. You know, I I think it's finally gone. There was that trailer park in on, in Frontenac. You know, you know, on on plastic front and back. You know, right there on Highway 40, there was a trailer park. Yeah, I, I have a I have a, a radio buddy of mine who is an engineer, and he was going to fix some equipment for me. And he says, "Hey, he says just drop by my house." I go, "Where do you live?" He says, "I live off right right off Highway 40." I go, "Highway 40 and what?" He says, "Highway 40 and Warson." No, Highway 40 and Clayton Road. I go, "Really?" Yeah. He says, "I live in Ladue." 
I go, you live in Lake He lives off Clayton Road, doesn't he? Yeah, but there's a couple little tiny subdivisions back there with little tiny houses. I mean, little, yeah, I little tiny houses, like, you know, eight, 900 square feet house. And I'm going like, and I go to his house. And I'm going like, I didn't even know this was back here. He goes, how'd you, oh, this is my mom's house. When, you know, when she moved, she moved out to Florida and I bought it from her. And I go, wow, this, you live in Ladue. Yeah, it's nice. It's, he says, and it's funny. He says, he says, you pick this house up and move it any place else in the St. Louis area. And it's a $60,000 house. In Ladue, it's probably a $400,000 house, maybe a million dollar house. Who knows? Isn't that weird? It's it's true. Well, I know it's so strange. I mean, you can be in you can be in like for example, you can be in I I still think it's interesting that the people in Wildwood complain that their mailing address is not Wildwood. It's Glencoe or what's the other one? Pond, Pond. Where do you live? Pond? You live near the Clampets? Do you have a cement pond? <laughs> and a fancy table passer? <laughs> right. What would you call that? A table passer? Yeah, the the pool cues. A table passer. Yeah. I don't remember that. Pass the 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 uh the food? Yeah. They ate on the pool table? Yes. See, I don't remember that. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I can find that. Let me see if I can find that on, on YouTube. Fancy eating, eating passer. No. Fancy. How did we get away from me talking about City of St. Charles and their water situation? I don't know. Let You're me, the one let, that let me, circled back to it. Yeah, let me finish that off. They wells. They pull huh. the water out of the, I think because I couldn't figure out what river that was. I think it's the Mississippi. They pull the water out of the wells. And apparently one of the UE substations there back in the day the transformers where you know if you see there were that were like they call the substations the transformers were cooled with oil that had pcbs in it and uh-huh. pcbs are now illegal and matter of fact we had that problem for a while in the broadcasting business cuz some of the big capacitors and some of the big transmitters had pcbs in them anyway uh, apparently through the years some of these some of this oil from these transformers at the Ameren UE substations leaked into the ground and they've permeated the ground, and they've made it to like six of the. They've turned off six of the seven pumping stations for all the water in St. Charles City. So I'm going like, man, that's that's not good. You know, if you got seven pumping stations, and or well, wells, whatever they call it, and uh, you know, you think that yeah, you know, if you got you know, you got seven, you could probably get by on three or four of them. But when you got six of them that are out of commission, there's only one of them working. Man, I don't know about that. They just need to. They just need to. Bury a pipe into the, the river and just suck the river, the water out there. I mean, it, it's right there on the, you know, the downtown St. Charles is right there in the Missouri. You know, how much closer you know, the river can you get? Matter of fact, you know, I used to live right down there. Did in you know a that? Van? No, I, yeah, well, no, I, I had a house right down off of, off of Main Street in St. Charles. Did you know that? No, you had a van down by the no, river. No, I had a house and I, and, and people would say, where do you live? I go, I live down by the river. If you ever, if you're around, just, just drop on in. Uh huh. What I like is those. Um, I guess they're townhouses. Yeah. By the by the uh, hotel. The ones that uh, the T R Hughes built right there on on uh, was that South Main or whatever. The yes. fan the fancy schmancy ones. Yes. Yeah. Those are. You know what? They're, they they're... didn't start out to be three hundred thousand dollars, but they are now. Oh no, they're more than that. What are you talking are about? They? Oh, I think some of those then are. They've grown. Some of those are a million bucks. No. Yes. No. Yes. Whatever. Hey, let me, well, let me find the address. Here, I looked that up. Um, 
I will look it up on on how on Zillow. Here, let me let me see if I can find that. Real estate hates real estate people hate Zillow. I know, and and we love real estate people. So we do. We, <laughs> maybe let me. I tell you what. Let me call. Trace. Not all real estate people. Some of them are dark-hearted cows, but. Let me call Tracy Ellis and see if I can find out about down there. And I think it's – hold on. Let me look at – I can't remember the address down there in South Maine. I know what you're talking about. It's those – they hit Oh, you're funny. You could call Tracy and she'd be on the air. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we would be like on the air together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she, she'd talk with us. You know, she, she's <laughs> – Yeah. She's a big supporter. After she tears up her cease and desist. <laughs> wow. Shelly's got the claws out this morning. <laughs> Let me see if I can. Here, I'll tell you what. I'm going to look in the next break. Man, Shelly. No holds barred this morning. Get it? Ha ha. I bet you any money, those houses, I may be a little bit exaggerating when I say a million dollars. I bet you any money, those townhomes on South Main, right there by the casino. You're talking about the ones that the casino parking lot is behind them. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. I bet you they're at least half million dollar houses now. At least half million, probably. Maybe now. I would but say they between when they first. Well, uh, but made see, them. here's what I don't understand. Here's what, what I'll never understand. What? Why in this era where we have convenience, where when you want to go shop at Wally World, there's four thousand parking spaces. When you want to go shop, you know, back in the mall, there's a huge parking lot. When you go, when you go out to the to various places, there's a huge parking lot. Why do we have to have all our attractions, like Bush Stadium and the Dome and the and the the the, the soccer the the soccer FC club or whatever the hell they call themselves, that one's the worst where they put that in places where it's impossible to park. And the same thing for like government. You go to Clayton, like me, you get a lady who's almost hit your car and sneaks in and steals your parking space. And then I get a parking ticket because I forget to put meter money in the meter. You go downtown, you know, you're parked for two minutes and you come back and your wheels are missing. All your windows are broken out there. Your car stereo's gone. You know, I mean, you know, why can't we have government and like even like look the same thing? Why can't thing. we all just get along? Look, look at Warrington. You know, Warrington, the 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 county the county building It's like sandwiched there in Warrington. Okay, St. Charles. It's it's a pain in the butt to park to go to like any of the county or the city offices in downtown St. Charles. Uh, Franklin County, you know, uh, Union where the courthouse is. There's no parking anywhere. You know why do they do that? Why don't they buy a big old piece of land and say, uh, first off, big big old piece of land and essentially say, okay, we're gonna build. You know, we've got I don't know an acre. We're gonna build on. A third of that, we're going to build on the third acre, and that'll give us two-thirds of an acre for expansion for the building. And then the parking lot's going to be 20 acres where you put in 4,000 parking spaces. No, no. they got to shoehorn it in some stupid place where you have to feed the meter or, you know, worried about having, you know, the, the wheels off your car stolen while you're driving through town. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I do. <laughs> That's my rant. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel better? No, I, I'm very frustrated. Once again, this is my therapy. Okay. I was going to say, it's your 6.30 rant. <laughs> it's 6.30. Well, are you? Are you happy now, Shelly? I'm always happy. Okay. <laughs> I, I did my homework here. We're talking about, um, there's a whole bunch of them. And there, I'm looking at right here, there are four units per building. And let's pick out, Let's. we're talking about the, the fancy schmancy houses on South Main in St. Charles. Okay. 
And literally, the Katy Trail is in their backyard, and the casino yep. parking lot's in their backyard. Okay, so let's pick out 1214 South Main. So I'll go on Zillow, and I'll do Z-I-L-L-O, and I'll get the Zestimate, right? Is that what they call it? The Zestimate. Yep. 1214. Hold on a minute. 1214 South, F-O-U-T-H, South Main. St. Charles. Here we go. 1214 South Main, St. Charles, Missouri. Okay. Uh, I was close. $466,000. It is... It was not like that when it started. Three bedrooms, three baths, three, uh, 3,100 square feet. Let's look, wow. at, let's look at another one and see if we can find another one. Uh, I would love to live in one of those. Would you really? Okay, let's, I do, would. let's do 1216. Let's see if there's any difference. If they're, they're bigger or smaller. I think some of them are bigger. I think that was one of the smaller ones I picked up. 1216 South Main. Let's see what that one is. Uh, oh, no. I'm going like, no. It, it gave me an address in, in Florida. And there's a pickup, literally, there's a pickup truck sitting on the front lawn of this place. <laughs> oh, yep, that's yeah, South Main, yeah. all right. $35,000 $35, $35, in Chief Land, Florida. Yep, 1216 South Main Street. No, that's not uh, South Main Street, St. Charles. Okay, let's see. St. Charles, 1216. There we go. And this one is... A little bit more expensive. Yes, this one is, oh, it's smaller, but it's more expensive. It's $498,000. It's 21, it's two bedrooms, three baths, 2184, 2000, a little bit, you know, almost 2200 square feet. It's a two bedroom, and yeah. it's how much? $498,000. Wow. Yes. They're awful proud of that. Yeah, yeah, two bedrooms. And, and the crazy thing about it is, you know, what's interesting about it is not suitable for handicapped people because. There's steps that go up to the front door, and you go in the garage, and the garage is on the lower level, and it's it's you know it's it would be crazy if you weren't in really good shape. You know what I'm saying? Twelve, yes. twelve, fourteen. Let's do one more. Let's do let's do twelve, eighteen. We'll see what that one is. Um, you know, twelve, eighteen. Let's see at this one. Twelve, eighteen, Main Street, St. Charles, Missouri. Okay. This one is, dun, 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 dun. oh, this, man, I, they keep going up, $501,000. It's 2,400 square feet, three bedrooms, three baths, a half million dollars. Huh. And you have, this one's got, it's got a two-car garage. I think they all have two-car garages. And you live over the garage. You know, I was told by someone who knows about things like that. that Me too. That nobody lives over a garage anymore. That that that, that building style is outdated. Rear entry garage where you you know you you go back in in the back. You know you have a you know a, a walkout basement and you go down a hill into your like where my parents' house was, but theirs was not built over the garage. They had a, like this thing that bumped out from the back of the house. It was a garage. But anyway, I was told that they don't build those anymore because people don't want their car underneath them because they're afraid that their car is going to catch in fire. And typically the bedrooms were underneath underneath the, the garage or their bedrooms were over the garage and they didn't want to be, you know, fried when they're sleeping at night because their car caught on fire. Yeah, or the emissions. The um... So if they have forgot to turn their, their, their car off? Yeah. I know somebody. I, I, if I told you the name of this person and what they did, you would be shocked. I know somebody who had a very high 
high-level job. They were like number two, number three in this. I won't even say what it is because if I say what it is, people might figure out who I'm talking about. But anyway, they were like number two, number three entity in this big, monstrous, I won't call it a company. I'll call it an entity, okay? Uh Uh-huh. And this particular person had a private garage. Matter of fact, the number one, number two, there were there were four garages. A, each each person had a double double door garage. So now they're actually to put two cars. This is where they came to work. They had a little remote, you know, they had their their garage door opener. They had a little remote control dealie, and they hit their button, and their door would open. And this was right behind their office building where they worked. Okay, <laughs> the one person that I know, like she was like number two or number three person, she parked her car in there one day. And forgot to turn it off. And all day long, her car idled in the garage with the door closed. She go through all her gas? Nope. <laughs> went, went through like a quarter tank. For eight hours, the car sat in the garage and idled. I bet she had to open up that door and let the air in before she got in her car. Well, <laughs> when she opened up the door, it went, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm going like, how can you forget to turn your car off? Now, I'll well, be honest. It happened. Well, see, I'll be honest with you. You got the new, you got the new fancy, newfangled push button car. I don't like those. I don't like those because of the fact that that you know there's a certain procedure when I go through in my car. I reach in my pocket, I pull out my keys, I put them in the ignition, I turn the switch. Sometimes it starts, sometimes it doesn't, <laughs> but for the most part, it does. It starts when I get to where I'm going. Turn the key off. I pulled the key out. I put it in my pocket. See, I would be afraid that I'd get, I'd lose that that coordination. And I'm not that coordinated to begin with, but I would lose that that I don't know what do you call it, motion memory or whatever you know, muscle yeah, memory. I do. It's funny that you say that because I do that with my medication. So you turn yourself on with your medication. You put your your key in your mouth and you turn the key and then and then. <laughs> The meds, yeah, Brad, that's exactly the meds go, what I mean. The meds go no, into your mouth. I, I take a lot of meds. And so I, uh, what, what, instead you, of keeping them in a pill minder, yeah. I just take them out every day so I don't forget yeah. which meds I'm on. Man, boy, I, I don't know if I want to pull that one or not. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> it's... And that one you pulled, you need to get rid of. You are so icky. Not that one. One of them goosed me. They just want to get in the roundabout and get off. Did you get me off? That. (laughs) You need to lose that. (laughs) Why? Really, Brad? I have to to actually tell you? Yes. You have to tell me. Give me one good reason. Well, for one thing, it's inappropriate. And the other reason is... Congratulations, butthead. <laughs> oh, that's much better. <laughs> just take that... Just, please just take that off. Okay. I'll, I'll take it under advisement. Oh, it's never coming off, is it? <laughs> no. Next hour, I'm going to play you a commercial. I'm driving. I'm driving last night, and I hear this ad, and once again... We have a thing when we have work with our clients. Unless they're saying something super simple for their web address, we always have them spell their web address. And perfect example, Mike McGee. 
who's been on our station for several years now, who's a great Edward Jones guy. He's the fund financial advisor. Yep. His name is not spelled like you'd think. Most people, McGee would be M-C-G-E-E, correct? His name yes. is spelled M-C-G-H-E-E. So if you go and search Mike McGee, which is a fairly common name, you don't find him. You find 14 million other guys. You know, I think there's other Edward Jones guys who are actually named Mike McGee. Oh, I'm sure. But if you type in his name, as he says it on the radio, that's M-I-K-E-M-C-G-H-E-E, you find him. You go right to him. Just like, I don't know if you know this or not, if you go on, if you go on YouTube and you type in podcaster, the way we spell it, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-R-R, it's like super relative to the search because almost everything that comes up is us. All you have to do is just spell our name incorrectly like we spell it, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-R-R, bang, and all our podcaster videos come up, okay? So I hear this ad, and the lady claims she's a doctor, and it's for deodorant. And I'm going, and it's sort of a funny ad, but it's not funny. Is it Lumi? How did you know? Have you heard this ad? Yes, probably. Have, have you have you listened to her video? I don't know if I have or not. It goes on for three minutes. It's like I'm thinking to myself, okay, she's not a real doctor. She's like she's a chiropractor. She's a you know a DC. She's not an what MD. What did you just say? She's not a real doctor, like an MD doctor, because see. There's a lot. I of, heard what you said. I just can't believe you said it. No, 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 no. There, see, there's a big. Once again, I'm the guy that used to teach out at, I'm not teach, but I used to give a seminar three times a year out at Logan. Okay, they're yep. not. When you say it's just like Jill Biden. Okay, she's not a doctor. Doctor, she's a PhD doctor. Okay, if you know, if like somebody's on on an airplane and somebody has a heart attack and the flight attendant says, "Is there a doctor on board?" and doctor on board. Jill Biden, she better not put her hand up and go, I'm a doctor, I'm a doctor, a PhD in in education. Sit down, woman. We need a real doctor, an MD doctor, okay? That's what you need, okay? So, and there are others, there's what they call, do you know what a naturopathic doctor is? Yes. You can get those degrees online. It's it's natural, never mind. Whatever it is, okay. Whatever. Whatever. It's not like going to... To, it's it's going to it's like the Brad Hildebrand school of broad chasing, you know. I mean, you can get your <laughs> yes, I do. You can get your degree there real easily. Okay, and, and it's so fun to go. <laughs> yeah, we have it's six forty-seven. Whatever. There's an example of political correctness. We can no longer say Lady Antebellum. We have to call them Lady A. Did you know that? But what happens through for, to uh, B through Z? Lady B? Lady C, Lady D, Lady E. I mean... You know why we can't call them antebellum, Lady Antebellum anymore? Yes, because of the um, it's houses. It's racially sensitive. Okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, I got into an argument the other day with someone who got mad at me. Remember, I'm not, I'm not a white dude. I'm BIPOC. I'm a, you know... You know, BIPOC is. Remember, you you don't you keep forgetting what that is. You have to remember that black indigenous person of color, essentially anything other than a white person. And, okay. And because they heard me talking about the fact that I'm, I have to pull my color chart here. I keep forgetting. I'm, I'm Mocha Java. I'm not white. And they went, "Well, you're white." I go, "No, I'm not. I'm not white." 
Matter of fact, you know what I found, which is sort of interesting, which sort what? of proves my point? Someone sent this to me, and it's pretty funny. I'm thinking to myself, let me see if I can find it again. It's really interesting. It's a picture of, let me see if I can find it. Um, where is it? I'm trying to think what I, what I did with it. I put it on my phone somewhere. Okay, let me see if I can find it. It's from a teacher's supply store. For example, you have that, what's that? We advertise her here. What's 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 the name of her company? You know, you know what I'm talking about. I do. What what company is that? Um, I think it's ABC. Okay, and they sell supplies for teachers. Okay, this is this is a place online where it's a teacher's. It, it has everything. This is a teacher's supply place. And yes. Where is it? Let me see if we find it. And this this place actually kind of specializes in homeschooling. Oh yeah, here it is. Here's it it's. This is from a website, and this is a real honest-to-goodness website. You don't believe me. It's called lakeshorelearning.com. Must be someplace up in Chicago, okay? And it's People Colors Crayon Pack. And it says, it says, these crayons come just about all the colors that people do. Children can draw family, friends, and famous people, and they can even make terrific self-portraits. Whether they're ebony, almond, or somewhere in between, each pack includes 24 crayons and 24 different people colors, all in a handy plastic storage case. Crayons measure three and a half in length by quarter inch in diameter, okay? And they're only, I gotta buy me one of these. They're six six ninety nine. Select product. Okay, they have single pack. Yeah, single pack is six dollars ninety cent. Nine cents. <coughs> Hold on a minute. <coughs> you can buy a dozen packs for eighty-two dollars. Eighty-two dollars ninety-nine cents. Okay, and it's sort of cool. They've got on the on the the label. They've got um, you know they've got all these kids different colors, and then they show like the various. They show an example, and the interesting thing is there's not one color in there that's white. There's no white crayons in there. So how can you have white people? They used to have white crayons. I know, but this is people colors. There are no white people. Show me someone who's white, and I'll show you, like, some strange person that, like, is in a rock group that painted themselves or something like that. You know what I mean? Like the blue man group. Where's the white man group? (laughs) (laughs) Or the green man group? Or the orange man group? Or the red man group. We can't have a red man group either. We get in trouble. The people complain, you're making fun of Indians, right? <laughs> we had the Redskins. Can't have that. Can't have the Indians. Can't have anything. God, I tell you what. It's just so crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. Now I sound like Michael Harrison. Who's that? <laughs> you're going to go, what's that reference? That's a real inside baseball reference. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, things to talk about today. Winter storms. To the north of us, they are getting nailed. Matter of fact, I think the prediction was two to three feet of snow today in Minneapolis-St. Paul. Can you believe that? Two to three feet of snow. And, you know, in Minneapolis, they're used to that kind of stuff. I mean, they, you know, like when I used to do, I used to do business with a company up in Minneapolis, and they told me there was a date, usually sometime in November, and then there was another date sometime in March where they had what they called a continuous snow cover. So if between those two days, between like, let's say, say the 15th of November and the 20th of March, there will always be snow on the ground in Minneapolis. Can you, would you want to live that way where it's snowed all the time? I'm looking at my map right here. I don't know. You know what? 
I'd rather be cold than hot. I think the forecasters may have blown this one because I'm looking at the map right now. It looks like the snow went to the south. Of me. Oh, hold it, hold it, hold it. There's another. Your big map s- is upside down. No, no, no. It looks like it looks like the 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 snow went to the south of Minneapolis. It doesn't look like there's a there. It's it's uh, matter of fact right now. There's a great big front moving through that's going from all the way down in Austin, Texas, and it goes all the way up to Chicago, and it's just sort of barely touching us. We're on like the southern extreme edge of that front, um, and and like the snow up, you know, most yeah, most of the snow is to the south of Minneapolis. Looks like the heavy stuff. A lot of snow in Rapid City, South Dakota. Looks like there's Cheyenne, Wyoming, getting quite a bit of snow. Denver looks like getting quite a bit of snow right now. Salt Lake City, man, they're just getting nailed with with snow. But up there in uh, in Minneapolis, looks like they may have dodged the bullet. In Chicago right now, it's it's rain and sleet, and it's it's. I mean, we had some rain overnight in the St. Louis area, but and it looks like we may get some more as the day goes on because there's right now there's a part of this front's moving its way up once again, right up I forty four. Right now, it's into the Joplin Springfield area right about now. So anyway. I heard last night the guy says could be two to three feet of snow in Minneapolis. They missed that one, right? They did. <laughs> At least maybe it already hit. I don't know. Let me look at more if the snow's already been through. Eh, it could be. No, eh, it looks like looks like they they dodged the bullet on that one. And down in Texas, man, they got well. There are some warnings down in Texas. Severe weather alerts anywhere from San Antonio all the way up into. Oklahoma and New Mexico, man, there's something going on down there. Don't know exactly what that is. There's and Phoenix, God, just to the north of Phoenix, it's snowing. Can you believe that? Yeah. But that's probably the mountains right there, north of Phoenix, right? Probably. Isn't that where the mountains are? Boy, we're just I a think. font of information, aren't we? We are. <laughs> okay. A plethora. Next hour, I'm gonna play the Lumi ad. Okay. <laughs> Maybe oh, I shouldn't. My goodness. <laughs> It's 6.59. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. 7.06, a Wednesday morning. I forgot it's your favorite day. It's hump day. It is hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump yeah. Hey, Mike, 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 You know, I'm afraid to pl- play that anymore because that probably has a copyright and I'd probably be violating the copyright. By the way, I just... Don't you feel naughty that you've been called out? If you know what we're talking about, <laughs> if you've ever done anything on YouTube, um, we take our show and after we get off the air, I chop it up. We take the breaks out and we make it into like one, turns out to be like about 60, 70 minutes. Can you believe we talk for like 60, 70 minutes? Anyway, it's usually between an hour, an hour and 20 minutes. And we just put all the breaks together and make one big long show. I put that on our podcast. You can go to you can go to BS.show. It's right there. And I also put it on, up as a YouTube video because that's gotten to be big where you take podcasts and essentially make it into YouTube videos. So yesterday I put up the video and I uploaded, bonk, 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 and away it goes. And then last night I got an email that said they have blocked my video for a copyright violation. And the copyright was for the the, the Mighty Mouse theme, which I played. Matter of fact, here. Here I come here. to save the day. Here. Okay, this is, this is what I got. This is what YouTube digged me on last night that I played this. Here, this, this very thing right here. I'm not, I won't push this button so it won't go on the actual tape. Hold on, man. So that clip right there is copyrighted by WMG, which is the Warner Music Group. Okay? Warner Music Group. And 
my YouTube video was was essentially blocked. They would not let me upload it. An hour and 10 minutes worth of talk, 20 seconds of a goofy, stupid cartoon, you know, jingle. But I remember and I get blocked. vividly the muted colors of of that particular Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Yes. Now, why it was muted? It was like a muted blue and a, a muted red. Why why've all the goofy instead of doing Batman 42 times over, why don't we have a Mighty Mouse movie? You know, you know what I mean? We need a, some things you just can't replicate. We have Spider-Man. Is it live or is it memorized? No, I mean I mean they 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 pick and choose. I think they're discriminating against. I think they don't like Mighty Mouse because he was a mouse. Because he was a rodent? Oh, yeah, he was a rodent. And I, that's discrimination against certain forms of, of life. You know what I mean? I mean, we should not discriminate. <laughs> Whatever, no, Brad. I'm telling you. We, we, should, not so dis- we should not discriminate against rodents. Okay. So so <laughs> here's, here's no what's funny. rodent discrimination. I shouldn't tell you this, but I will. I'll go on the air right now and tell the story. So I get back to the station last night. And I said, you know, I wonder how good because this is all done by artificial intelligence. There's no, there's not somebody listening to all these videos and go, oh, they they played a song. That's copyright. It's all artificial intelligence. Matter of fact, this is only the second time this has happened. One time before it happened, when it was your birthday, and I played a little snippet of the of the Beatles song. Da 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 da. You say it's your birthday. It's your birthday. Right. Okay. Bang. I got nailed on that one. Okay. So I come back and I think to myself, I'll just edit it out. I go, no. I wonder how good their their algorithm is. So I took that that little snippet, that little Mighty Mouse jingle, and I flipped it backwards. So it's on there. As a matter of fact, it's interesting because you even say after I played it, you go, that's Mighty Mouse. So you're on there backwards, and and the song is on there backwards, and you're on there backwards. That's the only thing that's on there backwards. The other, Where? What's that? Where? It's on YouTube right now. But the point was... No, I mean on, on the podcast or YouTube, BS.show YouTube, or on, what? On the YouTube video. What page? It, well, here, let me finish Channel, what, I'm, what, I'm, let, let me finish what I'm saying, okay? So typically, oh, okay. typically you find out within three or four hours if the thing, it kicks you out. You know, the algorithm takes, I guess, two or three hours to go through all the, every, what's uploading. So I did it last night at about, uh, about 9 o'clock. So coming up on, it's 7 o'clock right now, so it's been up for 10 hours and it hasn't been kicked out yet. So their algorithm can't read backwards is what it comes down to. So if you listen to that, that show, that's our Monday show I put up. I was I put up that yesterday. I'm a day behind. So if you listen to our Monday show, it's about 50 Which minutes. Which was excellent. It, yeah, <laughs> with the computer blowing up and me calling the guy from England and have, and you saying it sounded like a a, a Pink Floyd song when we got the, yeah. the dial. The, the doo, I'm doo, sorry, sir. There's a doo, man that keeps doo, on answering the phone. Doot, doot. You know, the English thing. Yeah, shop. Doo, doo. Oh, right. Okay. So apparently the algorithm doesn't read backwards. So, you know, yet. Well, after they get done with me, it will. You know, you put it. You you, you are a uh, precedent set. Right. You put it up backwards. You're darn right I did. I mean, have you ever been one of those people that have made a company change a rule or a law or a. because of you? Yes. Not a company, but a county. That's funny. Warren, my David's mom. Yes. She kept on my. She bought this ring, which looked like a weapon, from Montgomery Ward. Right. And she had it on layaway so long that they actually they let her pay it off, 
you know, during her time. But in the meantime, they changed the way that the... uh, Because of your mom? The the change of procedures for the layaway? Because of my mill, yep. Okay, in Warren County, there is a rule that's on the books because of me. You have made your mark. (laughs) You have made your mark in in a a county that... Yeah, and... Once, opened, op- welcomed you with open arms. Yeah, right. Just the opposite. And once again, did I do anything I wrong? Know. Did I do anything illegal? No, I did not. I I told you this. I, there used to be this lady. I can't remember her name. And here's the problem. And even if you could, you shouldn't say it. Linda Studi. I think that was her name. Oh, my God. Did you just not hear what I said? <laughs> yeah, Linda Studi. Okay. She was a retired school teacher. Stopped. She was a retired school teacher. And her and I had this wonderful relationship. Not... And what she would do is, if I would call her... It was very adversarial. I personally think it was negative courtship, but that's me. Whatever. You know, like I had an interest in her. Okay, so so the story was... Whatever. I have a piece of... Excuse me, I'm going to turn down my butter. I'm I'm doing the W thing as as you went, but two thumbs, you know, the whole bit. Two thumbs and the two fingers up. Okay, so I have questions about my real estate bill in Warren County. So I would call her all the time. And she would never call me back. I'd call like 10, 12 times, never call me back. She was never in the office, never call me back. So one day I'm out in that area. I'll just stop in and see her. So I go in and see her and I say to her, I said, Linda, I call you all the time. You never call me back. That's because you're a long distance call. And I go, what? And she says, yes, I'm not going to use up the county's long distance calling you. See, this was back in the day when you had to, you know, when you called and see, like, for example. I do remember that. I have a story about that, but go on. Towns like Warrington and Washington Union, the way the phone system used to be that you could only call people within your exchange. So I think, I think Warrington is 456. So you could only call 636-456 numbers as a local call. Anything else was a toll call. And I, I, I'm going like. I'm going like, I said to her, I go, I pay tax dollars here and you won't pay money to call me back. No, that cost me money. That cost my department money. And I go, well, you know what? Then stop sending me your bills. And she says, we're not going to do that. I go, it costs you a stamp. You know what I mean? If you don't want to save your co- your county money, don't, you know, if you're going to save your county money, resign, quit. You know what I mean? There, you know, fire everybody here in the office. Turn the lights off when you're in here. You know, use a flashlight. I'm going like, oh man. Anyway. So my my classic story was <laughs> I shouldn't tell this story. There the old office where they used to be the the if you walk in they were in an old house believe it or not behind the county court building uh, the county building. And you walked in the hallway and the collector's office was on the right and the assessor's office was on the left and they were assessing me like this is for the crap towers. They were assessing me like like they were saying the towers were worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm thinking to myself, boy, I wish that were the case. I could get my loan refinanced. But anyway, um, so I would go in and I would complain to her. And she goes, she goes, you have to talk to the assessor. And where he's right across the hall. So one day I have this, I have a meeting with the assessor and the whole bid. And I go, have you talked to Linda? He says, I don't talk to her. I go, what do you mean you don't talk to her? Oh, she has her department. I have mine. We don't talk. They're across the hall from each other. So one day I go out there and I'm trying to get something taken care of. And it's like literally I'm getting bounced back and forth between the two offices. You'll have to talk to the collector. I go talk to Linda and she says, you'll have to talk to the assessor. So I I swear to God I did this. I said, Linda, do me a favor. Come over here to the door. 
Come right here to the door. And she does. She walks over the door. I go, stand there. Give me two minutes. So I walk across the hall. I get the assessor. I can't remember his name. I go, hey, come here a minute. And I said, come stand right here. They're across the hall from each other. You know, one's on one side, standing their door from the other. I said, talk. They turn around and walk away. Both walk back in their offices. <laughs> I'm going like, wow, is this government or what? <laughs> so did they change um, policy because of you? That's another story, which maybe sometime I'll, I'll, uh. I'll tell. Okay. <laughs> see, You're funny. See, what bothers me. Like funny haha. No, what bothers me is these, they call themselves public servants, but they're not. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Do you want me to, like, I don't know. Did you hear, did you hear the put latest? A little, did put you, a little um, did electric. You, the little electric chair that goes up the no 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 up the steps. Did you hear the latest Pete Buttigieg story? You know he's in the he's in the spotlight because he won't go to this Palestine East Palestine Ohio where they had the big train wreck and you know you know why? Who knows? He won't go. He's the head of the Department of Transportation. He won't go. So he's out on he's a probably traumatized. He's out with his partner the other night in D.C. at a Is restaurant. He gay? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, not he, that I care. It yeah, he's, to me, he's out with his partner the, uh, the other night in Washington D.C. and a reporter sees him and goes up and you know I, I think he has video. I heard the audio of it and goes up and starts talking to him. Hey, can I ask you a few questions? And he says, "No, this is my personal time. You call the office tomorrow and maybe I'll talk to you." Okay, I say again. When you are a high-level government official, you're the president, vice president, secretary of state, all those, you have no personal time. You are on call 24-7, 365. You wanted that job. You got that job. You work it 24-7, 365. My complaint about President like Obama. Like we do? My complaint about Obama. And then, and then when 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 Trump, you know, is running for office, Obama spends too much time in the golf course. So what does Trump do? He spends a bunch of time in the golf course. You you got the job. You spend millions, billions of dollars to get the job. You campaign like a crazy man, flying all over the country. You know, hitting five, six, seven cities a day. You want that job, then you get Which the is job. Just like driving, driving in town. Right. You get that, whatever that means. You get that job. <laughs> Think about it. I don't. I don't. I'm not as smart as you, so I can't. Okay, you get that job, and then you become. Eh, I got free time. No, you work it 24 seven. Just like this. Here, I will do it this next break. I'll do. I'll do the 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 Lumi thing next break. Here we go again. Okay. I, I'm on. I'm on my soapbox. I'm just gonna stay in my soapbox. If you've heard this horrible thing that happened over the weekend. This young lady, I think 16, 17 years old, she's in town. She's from Tennessee or Kentucky. She's in town for a volleyball tournament. Here in St. Louis? In St. Louis. She's in town for a volleyball tournament. She plays on some select team, and they're like playing some some finals or some some big volleyball tournament in downtown St. Louis, okay? Uh It's really grown into a really big thing. Okay, so her and her parents are walking – in downtown St. Louis, leaving the dome. This happened near the dome. And they're leaving the dome, and they're walking up the street to their hotel room. And a car, I believe, goes flying down Broadway at like 85 miles an hour, smashes into another car. This car turns over and ultimately rolls over and hits her and traps her underneath the car. And, you know, 16, 17-year-old, you know, very talented, you know, athlete, young woman. And the car rolls over on her and... 
completely damages her legs, and they have to amputate her legs, okay? I'm so sorry. I mean, what a horrible thing. You know, in the prime, you know, I just, her life's just getting started. She's, you know. There's nothing wrong. She's going to have to make some adjustments, well, but it can be duh, done. Duh, duh. But here's what, here's what comes Life-altering out. Life-altering adjustments, I might add. The guy driving the car is out on bond from the city of St. Louis, and he has an ankle bracelet, and he's supposed to be confined to home confinement. He's not supposed to leave his house. He's driving like they, they estimate he's driving 85 in a 35-mile-an-hour zone. I believe the car might have been stolen. And, uh, you was know, it a Kia? No, it was it was uh, the car. I saw a picture of it upside down his roof. It was an Audi. It was an expensive car. And so so he's out on, on bond for an armed robbery charge, and he's already violated his bond 50, 5-0 times. Already violated his bond 5-0 times. Okay, you and I... If we violated our bond one time, we'd be staying in the Gray Bar Hotel. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but no, this is St. Louis City. Three hats and a cot. Right. So it turns out that the reason he's still out on bond is because guess who? Kim Gardner, who was supposed to prosecute him. His case came up like sometime in August, and the prosecutor's office, quote unquote, wasn't ready to prosecute. So they let this guy out on bond. Now, keep in mind, he's supposed to be under home confinement, and he's supposed to have the ankle bracelet off on. Guess what? He causes this accident, you know, does this horrific damage to this young woman. She's lost her both of her legs. She's, you know, in the hot, and she can't even go back to Tennessee. They don't think they're going to be able to move her back to, like, for two or three weeks because she's still in ICU and the whole bit. And this guy, who should be in the jail, uh, he's out. just to the city of St. Louis. You can't. But here's the thing. I know you can't put a, a, a money thing on that, but her life is going to change significantly, I, look, it's, as is his, her parents. It's horrendous. You, it, it's horrendous what happened to her. It totally. But what does Mayor Tashara Jones come out and say yesterday? Oh, this is an example of we have to put in traffic calming devices. We have to we have to put in you know barriers for for pedestrians because there are too many pedestrians being hit and killed in in the city of St. Louis. No, don't go down. You know, Tashara Jones, go west. I think I think the prosecutor's offices, or maybe it's in City Hall. Go talk to Kim Gardner and say, Hey, Kim, you know these people are out. You know, repeat offenders. Put the guys in jail so they don't maim and, and injure people. You know, I mean, it's to the point where they it's, will never take their comeuppance if they don't have comeuppance to take. But the problem is, it's gotten to the point where yesterday, this is actually sort of a weird story, but yesterday at I looked at my phone and there is a message from Mark Reardon. Okay, really, Mark Reardon, who is on, he's the afternoon guy yeah. in ninety-seven-one. And here I'll read you the message. It's actually sort of funny. He probably I'm, doesn't want this over the air. No, he could care less because I'll tell you what it's about. It's actually sort of funny. He sends me a message. Matter of fact, the message is not a message. It's a picture. And the picture is a little blue book that says 98 Stereo KSOQ presents the top 300 songs of the 70s. He sends me a picture of the front of the book. And then on the back of the book, it says... 98 KSOQ Stereo. Thank you, St. Louis. Phillips and Wall, 6 to 10 a.m. Patrick J., 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Brad Hildebrand, 2 to 6 p.m. Don Jefferson, 6 to 10 p.m. Alan Harrison, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And Candy, 2 to 6 a.m. Music director Phil Irons. This is like from 1980. 
And, and the story is that his his producer, Fred Bottenheimer, who's his producer at Cam, uh, now at used to be at Camwex, now he's at 97.1. His producer is cleaning out his garage and finds a bunch of stuff, and he finds this. And so, How cute is that? So Mark texts me, and I text him back. I go, where did you find this? And he texts back, dude, I keep my sources confidential, but we're going to tell you in a matter of minutes on the show. So in other words, he's like getting me as a listener. You know, he's saying, hey, listen oh. to the show. And I say, huh? He says, good Lord, just listen, Brad. And I say, okay, context. And he context, and he, he won't reply. So I'm driving along. I'm going like, okay, I listen to the show. And he's on there talking about me. But right after he talked about me, so I'm listening to him, he's talking about this thing, the same thing I just talked about with Kim Gardner, about how this poor girl gets her legs amputated because some guy who should not be out driving around at 85 miles an hour, you know, because, you know, he, he pulls off his ankle bracelet, you know, his GPS monitoring device. He's already violated parole or, or bond 52 times or some crazy number like that. And nobody says anything. Eh. And he went on the air and said, I mean, he said what everybody's thinking. He said, it's not safe to come downtown anymore. He says, if you're coming down for the Cardinals game, you know, good luck. If you're coming down for the Blues game, you know, good luck. If you're coming down for the soccer game, good luck. Because downtown is not safe. And he talks about the fact, if you know where they're at, the Odyssey Studios are right there at, at, at Olive and Tucker. Uh, they're in the Park Pacific building. And he talks about, and even some of the other guys I know that work down there talk about this all the time. There's car, they get their cars broken into all the time in the parking garage. There's, you know, there's, there's, there's a park right behind them. That's what they call Park Pacific. There's a park right behind them. That's where all the homeless people hang out. Uh, matter of fact, one of the studio windows Which out. Which is its own subculture. One of the studios uh, that, one of the windows looks out the back of the building onto this park that's behind their building. And you can sit and watch the guys sell drugs. There's drug deals going on all the time. Uh, sometimes he says you see guys with back they're showing each other their guns they're pulling their guns out showing each other their guns i go and you know and this is this is two blocks from the city hall and it used to be four blocks from the city police headquarters they moved the city police headquarters further west and it's not as close as it used to be and this is just like you know eh, business is normal now i'll ask you if there were a bunch of guys that were like showing off their guns in a park in washington missouri um, Lake St. Louis, Wentzville, St. Charles. Guess what would happen? What? A police officer would show up and say, guys, what are you doing? Put the guns down. Put your hands out. We got these bracelets for you. You're going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like we've been to Chamber of Commerce meetings where, where, where Steve Ellman, who's the county executive, tells the story about the county jail. They have the phone system at the county jail where these, you know, the criminals, the guys who are in the, in, the, in the jail can call. You know, they can call. They can call out. And they record the phone calls. And they monitor the phone calls because sometimes these guys are literally doing drug deals on the phone. Anyway, he talks about that they get these guys who are arrested in St. Charles County who are from the city, you know, are from someplace in Illinois. And they say, hey, man, can you help me get out of jail? And the other guy, goes, what, you're in jail? Yeah, I'm in jail. I'm in St. Charles County. Well, how'd you get in jail? Well, man, what I did in your St. Charles County, if I would have done it in the city, I wouldn't even be in jail. They'd let me right back out in the street. Okay, so what does that tell you? <laughs> it tells you that if you know the system is... And isn't she the one that has private uh, detail? 
That's Corey Bush, which is another whole oh, okay. weird story. She's the one that she's the she's the U.S. rep for North County, and she wants to shut down the she wants to shut the Pentagon down and close the Department of Defense and close down uh, Boeing making their missiles and and their and their fighters up in North County. Okay, Corey, guess what? There's a lot of people that work for Boeing in North County, and you want to cut their jobs? Uh, come on, you know you want. I mean, see. Once again, the crazy thing about it is, and I will tell you, I do believe this is true. And I know people go, oh, you're just a Trump lover. The problem we have right now with the stupid, you know, the the dude, Kim Jong, whatever the heck, heck his name is, and, and Vladimir Putin and all these other people, is because the reason none of this happened when Trump was in office, because they knew if they ticked off Trump, he'd come get him. Get what I'm saying? But with Joe Biden, no. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they think they'll push them. It's like human nature. If your next door neighbor is like Mr. Nice Guy and, you know, and your dog go poops on his front yard, you know, you go, oh, he, he won't mind. You know, he's, he's Mr. Nice Guy. But if your next door neighbor is a butthead and, and if, he, if, if your dog runs over in his front yard and poops in his front yard, what are you going to do? You're going to go clean that up because you know if you don't, he's going to be knocking on your door. Hey, your dog pooped in my front yard. Come pick it up, right? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's human nature. When you know somebody's going to kick your butt, you watch out for them. And when you know somebody's nice, you can, you can push them and push them and push them and push them. And that's why I'm not. And mis- then they become the person that will kick your butt. <laughs> right? No, or, or I know that from personal experience. <laughs> well, it's just like it's human nature 101. You know. And once again, if you think you can get away with the crimes, you do the crimes. If you're not going to end up in jail, eh? You know what? I mean, imagine. See, it's my thought. If you do the crime, you take your comeuppance. You know that there's going to be some type of repercussion. But there's you not. You take your comeuppance, and then you move on but, and don't do it again. But they don't. No, they don't. They're repeat offenders. You know. I, I mean, and once that's because they don't live in Shelley World. And once again, we talk about all these kids and and Hyundai's that are being stolen, mostly by juveniles, because they know that until they turn eighteen, their 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 record disappears. That they, has always been the been the way. I know, but it's even worse than ever. It's, because it's, they, they know that they're not going to get in trouble, even if they well, are. But you're going to end up in Juvie Hall. Hey, you know what? You know, it's, you know whatever. Juvie? Yeah, Juvie Hall. That's what they call it, Juvie Hall. Oh, okay. Yeah. I used to live in Juvie Hall. Did you know that? No. I did. I was a juvenile delinquent. I was too. Yeah. I, got in, I was the girl your mother warned you about. I got in trouble. You know what I did? What? I climbed up on billboards and I put mustaches on women. You did not. I painted mustaches quiet. on women on billboards. Blah, 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 That was blah, my blah. thing. I I'd, don't know who you're talking to. It's I'd, not me. I'd climb up on those billboards and I'd get my spray can and I'd tag those women. The pictures on, you know, like, like for example, you know, some of the women, like, I have to admit, one time I did it with Becky, Queen of Carpet. She was on a billboard and I climbed up there and I put a mustache on her. No, you didn't. I did. I did. You know, she really... <laughs> Changed her business when she lost all that weight. You always talk about that. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I mean, clearly she feels healthier and whatnot, but she her business just uh, kind of, you know, as the pounds rolled off, so was her business. 
Thank you, Professor Shelley, who is teaching us business 101. <laughs> if you're overweight and your business is going great, don't lose any weight because your business will, will diminish well, as well, that too. Was, she was the face of <laughs> – she was well, the queen of carpet. She was more than the face. She was the whole body. Okay, we have to take a break. It's 731. Wow. It's 736BS.show. Shelley and Brad. Shelley, sometimes you drive me crazy. I do? Yeah, you just – I mean – Shelly's in the break wanting to me to give her a copy of the show with Mark Reardon. I'm going like, I'm not on his show. I was just, he was telling me, he was talking about this on the air. Well, can you send me the recording? I don't have the recording. It's not my radio um, Actually, I wasn't asking you. I was trying to get the story so I could correctly, so I would not sound like an idiot when I requested it from that station. They won't have it. How do you know? Because I know. Did you ask them? I did. I I don't want I don't want the book I want the audio. They don't have the audio. It's gone. It's it's out into the ionosphere. It's spit out into the ground the air. It's out flying around somewhere. Well, they need to turn their show into a podcast and come <laughs> on podcaster then. <laughs> they, I'm just saying. Yeah, they need to do a lot. You know you know what? If that if that were on if that were set on Tracy Ellis's show, we'd be able to find it like that. Bang. We'd just be on bonk. We'd find it. If what was said on her show. You know, I mean, because she's got the perfect radio station. Anyway, <laughs> be sure to ruin my day. Okay, so I'm driving last night, and I hear this commercial. This lady who's a doctor, Klinghammer or something like that. Can't, I'll, I'll, I'll play it in a minute. And she's advertising for a deodorant. Now, once again... Here's the big mistake they make. She doesn't spell the name of the deodorant. She's called Lumi. Now, how would you spell Lumi? If you didn't know how it's spelled, how would you spell Lumi? L-U-M-I. Okay. Guess what? You're wrong. That's not how it's spelled. But it could be spelled L-O-O-M-Y. could be spelled L-O-O-M-I-E. You know, so I get where I'm going. I'm going, okay, I'm starting to be interested in this. Because I like the way she did the commercial. It was a very creative commercial. So... I go searching, and it's L-U-M-E. Never once did they say, hey, it's L-U-M-E dot com. That's no. because they were too busy talking about their naughty bits. <laughs> okay, so so if you go to the website. <laughs> hold on a minute. Maybe what I, are you laughing at? Wait, wait, let me play this. Hold on a minute. Let me go back to the beginning. Hold on. It's, hold, okay, hold on. Here. Boom, stupid thing's not going to work. Founder and CEO of okay, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll start over. Okay, here it is. Here's the audio from the video. When you go to the website, when you finally find the website, here's the audio. You remember? Here, here. You, 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 you ready? I am. Here we go. Hi, I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, founder and CEO of Lumi, the aluminum-free deodorant for everyone's everything. We're talking armpits, lady bits, under the testicles, the chesticles, the butt cracks, and sweaty backs. Also feet. So why am I hanging out between these stirrups? This is where Lumi was born. As a woman, I have spent my fair share of time in this seat, self-conscious about my bottom half draft. Also my feet. And as an OB... Bottom half draft. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, let's keep going. Okay. I've seen countless patients who've been overdiagnosed for odor below the belt. It's your vagina's fault. 
Antibiotics are often over. <laughs> Has anybody ever said? I'm sorry. <laughs> see, you got to see the video too, because they have this guy who looks like a doctor, and there's a woman sitting up on the on the on the table examination table, and he he looks at the camera. And he says, "It's your it's your vagina's fault." Okay, let me keep going. Okay, and, oh. and and he prescribes pills, and pills come and hit this this lady in the head, like hundreds of pills hit her in the head. Okay, here we go. Whenever there's a concern about odor, I knew this never-ending vagina blame game was lazy and much more often than not, wrong. <laughs> so I started to think outside the box and worked my smelly butt off to prove that the problem wasn't in the vagina, it's on the skin. And it's everywhere. It's bacteria. Bacteria was my father. Call me Carl. Kind of cute for a sweat, blood, and semen-eating organism. You see... Okay, there's... Oh, my... No. There's... There's, there's a... There's a... She's standing in front of, like, a little kid's thing, like, with puppets, and Carl is... Looks like he's, like, this ugly-looking creature. He's Carl Bacteria, okay? We keep going. Oh, oh God, here we go. ...on the fluids Carl eats from your below-the-belt buffet... <clears throat> it's below the belt buffet, okay. Why don't you put this on Social? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, keep going. Chicago! Mwah. Different odors emerge, so it's not even really you that smells. It's Carl. <laughs> That's Carl. <laughs> Lumi attacks odor at the source, stopping Carl from eating in the first place. Okay, now what happens is... Carl is on stage as a pup, and he looks like this. He looks like an old caveman. And all of a sudden, another character appears on the stage. Another puppet appears on the stage, and it's Lumi. It's a Lumi woman, but it's it's like a Lumi. It's like the package of 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 deodorant, and she's got lips and she talks. Okay, here she goes. Hey, Carl, up top. No, uh, okay. <laughs> so now Just she beats the link. Now Just she beats up. She beats up Carl. She because she beats up Carl. She's you know she's Lumi deodorant. And she beats up Carl the stink bomb. Okay, so here she here's the doctor again. Your stink forever. Lumi is the world's first whole body deodorant, stopping BO before it even happens. Seventy two hours stink free everywhere on your body is big deodorant's worst nightmare. You see, most big brands want to bully you into trying a bunch of different products that will only cover up Carl for a few hours. So you have to keep buying and applying, and I've never liked bullies. <laughs> the world deserved a better, different deodorant. One for all. It took me 10 years to perfect Lumi. And after all the blood, sweat, stink, and tears. Yum! Got any poop? We proved. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I'm speechless. Carl. You know you're going to get. Carl shows up behind her. Carl the puppet shows up behind her and says, You got any poop? <laughs> okay, we keep going. Hold on. Lumi was six times more effective than other leading natural deodorants. Lumi is aluminum free, baking soda free, and hypoallergenic. So you can use it on your most sensitive skin, from the pits to the balls of your feet. Rather than just trying to wow. cover up odor with aggressive scents, Lumi smells like a brief fleeting whiff of science, and then nothing at all, like the back of your hand. We have tens of thousands of five-star reviews and a 60-day money-back guarantee because we expect you to expect more. Now that's confidence. So click the link to enjoy a world without body stink with Lumi. The better, different, everywhere deodorant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I actually, that's the, my humor. 
<laughs> well, you, you like I that? I don't think you should have played it this morning. Why not? <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm seeing all the, the, the texts and the emails and the <laughs> Facebook messages piling okay. up as now, we speak. Now, here's what's interesting about this, okay? You and I deal with clients all the time, okay? Yes. And one of my, what's my biggest bugaboo that I have when we deal with clients? What do I, what I, and once again, every time I talk about this, people go, but you're a radio. I don't have a website. No, 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 that's not it. Most people do have a web, website, right? Although occasionally we do come across clients. I don't have a website. That's a okay. peeve of yours. Right. No, no. My thing is video, okay? You go onto their channel. Yeah, there must it is. There must be a hundred videos on this Lumi deodorant channel. It's her. First off, she's a young, attractive-looking doctor. She says she's an OBGYN, which I'm going like, I don't know if she's in or not. Player. Apparently, she claims she is. I don't think she invented deodorant. I think what happened was... She will have... If if she did, it will be on there. No. If it's an actor, it will be on there. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is I think somebody else came along and invented deodorant. And they go, hey, let's find a doctor who's you know who's not happy with being a doctor. And we'll give her a million dollars to do a series of ads for her. She'll be our the face of our Lumia deodorant. And they say, who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? Oh, well, there's this, what's her she calls it? I can't remember her name. Karen Klingman or whatever she say her name was. Can't remember. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think she's for real. I think she's a real doctor. I think she's a real MD, OBGYN kind of doctor. But I think I don't think she did all this stuff. I mean, it's too slick. It's just too slick. You know, and it's. Well, she probably has a, a marketing. But, but um, I get it. Division. Right, right. I get it. But once again, what do you and I tell our clients all the time? I tell them all the time. And like perfect example, okay, we've got clients, and I'm not going to mention any names like Vocal Sang Pest Management. I'm not going to mention, but he's doing nothing but social media. But he doesn't uh, do any videos. Remember, you and I had this conversation at lunch one day when I go, look, Joe, Jeff Vogel Sang used to be on the station. He's doing all these social media with, with Lori North. And what's the glaring error in his social media campaign? So I go on YouTube. I did it right in front of you. And I search, I search Vogel Sang Pest Management. And which video came up? Remember this? Yes. W one that I did for him seven years ago. <laughs> yes, I know that. He has can no we move on. He has no videos. And once so again, move on? the number one search engine right now is Google. The number two search engine is YouTube. YouTube is incredibly powerful. It's an incredibly powerful marketing vehicle. If you as an advertiser, and once again, I'm telling you this on the radio. If you don't have videos promoting your business, you are not doing the right thing. You are screwed up. I just put I just put it that way. And if you have somebody who says, "Well, all you have to do is be on Facebook and Instagram and blah 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 blah." No, wrong. Fire that person. Get rid of that person because you need video. And we can do the video for you. Just call me at 314-280-8880. No. But I see but what's crazy about this is these companies that are doing stuff like this are selling the crap out of their products because people are watching the videos. And if you go on, you look at this channel, they've got all sorts of testimonials. Some of the ads are sort of funny. Some of them are testimonial. Some of them are scientific. They've got a whole series of ads around and, and, and you know, and testimonial things. It's video after video after video after video after video. How many times do we, and, and we have the other situation where and you're going to mad at me when we're saying this, but we've got clients, well, I've got a video. And we go look at their video, and it's been up for three years, and it's got two views. I go, well, how are you promoting that? Well, everybody knows it's there. 
well, everybody knows it's there, but nobody's watching it because it's been there for three years and it's got two views. It's like the car dealer. Remember I told you the car dealer shall remain nameless. I won't mention what Modern Auto in Washington. They were doing you know videos of all their used cars, and they're spending hours putting these videos together. And I look at their website. And there's no views. There's, you know, here's a here's a 2012 Pontiac, whatever. And you go and you look at the video and it says zero views or one views. It's it's just it's like okay, who's advising these people? You know, oh, buy buy social media, Facebook, Facebook's great, Facebook's wonderful. Well, oh, be on Facebook, 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 Facebook. Guess what? It doesn't work anymore. Are you there, Shelley? <laughs> Did Shelly? Just barely. <laughs> okay. We're oh, gonna... look, it's 748. We need to take a break. It is BS.show 754. Shelly and I have these great conversations off air, don't we? We do. <laughs> so. Go ahead. Just Keep going. Real. Keep going. No. No, go ahead. Nope. Mike Otten just sent me a picture. CNN's claiming that in China they found the oldest toilet ever, a 2,400-year-old flush toilet discovered in China 2,400 years ago. Uh-huh. And you know what they, they found in the toilet? Uh, what? The tidy bowl man. <laughs> you have to be a certain age to know that joke. <laughs> yeah. Was he Jade? Jade? Yeah. Who's Jade? The tidy bowl man. No, it was a dude. His name wasn't Jade. It was the tidy bowl. No, I was asking if he was Jade. What does that mean? Made out of Jade. But it was a real person. Yeah, it was a real tidy bowl man. You know, they had him back in China a long time ago. You don't believe me. You're no, still, I don't. You're still mad Mike, at me. You're still, I don't understand. You're still mad at me, I can tell. You're mad at me, aren't you? Who, me? Yeah. While, a little bit. While I'm on last break, while I'm talking on the air, Shelly is texting me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Do it. What? you? I, I am out of here. If I read what you texted me while we're on the air last, last break? Yes. Okay. Smartest woman in the world says that Shannon Klingman's on TV all the time. She's talking about Lumi deodorant all the time. See, here's okay. what. See, here's what's interesting. What's interesting is that they did something very, very creative with something very uncreative, okay? Very innocuous. No, deodorant. Okay, everybody, eh, you know, deodorant, deodorant, you know, no big deal, okay? But once again, it's these people that that use unique marketing, and it's what you you and I talk about all the time, you know? I mean, if I were, like, I told you the story I used to have when, when I used to have an ad back in the day with the yellow pages for the radio station and the yellow page ad would show up in my, you know, the yellow pages ad rep would show up at my door. Hey, I'm here to help you with your yellow pages ad. Okay, fine. I just want the call letters. I want them upside down. Oh, we can't do that. Why not? Well, we can't put your ad in upside down. That wouldn't be right. I said, you know what? Pay him for the ad. Put it in upside down. If somebody called me up right now and said, hey, run my ad, but run it backwards. I go, fine, no problem. When do you want to start? You know, it doesn't matter. Hey, run my ad, you know, run my ad in, in Spanish. No, no problem. You know, bring the person in. Can you speak Spanish? I don't speak Spanish. I can't do the ad for you, but bring somebody in, record the ad. I see, once again, things that, like, if, you know, that like, if I do the thing with you, you already know it. It's like the example I used to, I used to do this when I used to teach my little class at Logan. I'd do it every time and every time I'd get somebody. 
I'd say who's I'd say who's the smartest person in the room, and they go, oh Jim or Jill over there, and I go I do the whole little crazy thing. Hey, uh, you know what do you how do you spell COP? They go or no how do you what does COP spell? Cop. What does MOP spell? Mop. What does TOP spell? Top. What is what is you know what does HOP spell? Hop. What do you do when you come to a green light? Stop. Because you're giving that that you know you're essentially getting someone into that pattern you know the pattern and you can exploit it but when you take that pattern and make a left turn when you take them into uncharted territory that's when they remember stuff that's the moment they remember things you know it's to the point where think about the memories you have in your life it's when things went sideways when the planes crashed into the World Trade Center. Most people who are listening to this show right now, if you go on the street and you talk to people at work, they can tell you exactly where they were when that happened. You know, if you're old enough to remember, you know, uh, President Reagan being shot, most people can t- yeah. tell you exactly where they were when they heard that, okay? Because it was totally out of the norm and it made an impression in your mind. It's like, it's like psychology 101. If you can somehow or another put a hook into something that people won't forget, advertising the whole bit, once again, it works. But yet, it sometimes breaks the rules, sometimes steps over boundaries. Oh, you know, like the Yellow Pages guy, we can't put your head in upside down. I told this story before. How did I talk about running things upside down when I worked for the original KSOQ? We still don't, you know, nobody knew how it happened. One of our bus boards, we had the big KSOQ bus boards on the side of buses where they put these big, you know, big cards in the side of buses was advertising. One of them was upside down. We would get, on an average day, three to five calls a day. Hey, you know, bus 5502, I saw it on South Broadway. It's got your sign on it upside down. Guess what? It was upside down. It was not normal. People noticed it. That's how you get things to work. That's how you get people to remember. That's good marketing campaign. That's like the new attorney who's advertising, the Jim Onder. His phone number is 314 Okay? First time I heard it, I go, wow, marketing genius. 314 and it's $9 million. Genius. I still remember the phone number. Mm-hmm. We're done, Shelley. We are? Don't be mad. Oh, we are. Don't be mad. Like at for me. real. Don't be mad at me all day, okay? Huh? Don't be mad at me all day. Say goodbye, Shelly. Goodbye, Shelly. Happy hump day. Have a great day. Peace and I fly. 759, barely. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon.